I have a scripture that I would like to draw to your attention. This is found in Joshua. And uh, anyone that was asked to read, I guess we're not really reading that scripture because that's not what I'm preaching on. But uh, that's okay. So if you were supposed to read, uh, we'll just uh, put you on hold until another time. But uh, I would just like to read a scripture here found in Joshua. Joshua is one of my favorite books. And I would like to read Joshua 1, verses 1 to 9. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, for thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Heavenly Father, thank you for your words of encouragement to be strong and of a good courage. Words that were not only directed to Joshua, but to each one of us. And I pray that we will be stirred in our hearts today and encouraged to be strong and of a good courage. In Jesus' name, amen. Some time ago, I was looking at a devotional, actually, and uh, this was written by Mike Whitmer, and it really spoke to my heart, and I would just like to share with you a few words from that devotional as part of my message. And this is uh, information about uh, an aircraft carrier. Now, I know that most of us are not all that acquainted 
with aircraft carriers. And uh, there may be some information in this. I found it very interesting. But it says, it's talking about this individual who went on a tour of an aircraft carrier. And on there was a jet pilot, jet fighter pilot. And he explained that planes, and you know the aircraft carrier, that's where the planes, the jets take off. They have just a short runway. And they have to get off in that short runway. Planes need a 56 kilometer per hour wind to take off on such a short runway. To reach this steady breeze, the captain turns his ship into the wind. Shouldn't the wind come from the plane's back, I asked? That's a question I would have asked. The, plane, the pilot answered, no, the jets must fly into the wind. That's the only way to achieve lift. I'm sure that James would probably be aware that it's easier for a plane to take off if they can get that lift. Is that right? Yeah, they need, they need that lift. So God called Joshua to lead his people into the winds that awaited them in the promised land. Joshua required two things. Internally, he needed to be strong and very courageous. And externally, he needed, guess what, challenges. He needed challenges. This included the daily task of leading thousands of Israelites facing walled cities, demoralizing defeats. They had a defeat, remember, at, the, at AI? Aiken's theft had to deal with a problem and continual battles. So inside, Joshua needed to be strong and courageous, and externally, he needed challenges. Now, most of us deal with challenges. They're not something that we particularly welcome, unless you're different than I am, but we do face challenges. Just about every day we face different kinds of challenges, some greater than others. But uh, here is Joshua, who is encouraged by the Lord to be strong and courageous. And do you know that we are individually responsible for our view on life? We are individually responsible. Now, just going back in a number of years, 40 years to be exact, for Joshua, going back to the spies that had been uh, called upon to go into Canaan. And they were told what to look for. Look at the lay of the land see how it would be best for us to move into the land, bring back some fruit of the land. There was not one word 
about see if we're able to take the land because they already knew. God had already promised to them that they could take the land. They were assured of that victory. And yet there was 10 that came back with a negative report and Caleb and Joshua saw the opportunities in the difficulties. They saw the same things that the other 10 spies saw. But they were looking at it with eyes of faith. They were looking at it through the knowing the power of God that was with them. They were able to keep their focus. Believe it or not, for 40 years, they kept that focus that we are going to go into the land. And this is why they alone, of all that generation that refused to go in, they were still alive and very willing and able to go in and take the land. And you know, sometimes we are, we are faced with, with challenges, maybe not the same kind that Joshua had, but to be able to keep our focus, to remain full of faith and confidence that we are going to be victorious in our challenges that we face. Do you know that you don't find men that are, or women, that are tough in a, in a sense, I want to put that in quotation marks, strong, encouraged, during times of ease. Times of ease do not create strong characters. But it's the times of difficulty. It's the times when you have had to pers pers persist to move forward even when you felt like turning around and running the other way. But it's been the difficult times that have brought forth men and women of stature, men and women of courage, men and women of determination that have decided that we are going to, uh, we are going to be conquerors over the challenges that we face. It can be, we can have stepping stones or stumbling blocks. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 to 31, there's a few verses there that I just want to read. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And uh, I know that there's none of the, the Lund family here. And I just, I remember that when Ralph Lund passed away, and many of you didn't know him, but those that did, uh, he had had polio at a, I think he was about 17 when he had polio. But there were many, many times that he was faced with challenges that would be daunting to us, to me. And yet he faced that with courage. And it made him the man that he was to be an example of, of not letting difficulties drag him down. He was not a victim. He was a victor. And uh, I believe that, you know, when it came to doing his funeral service, this is, a, this is the scripture that, that uh, the family wanted. And I thought it was so apt for him as a person that he was depending on the Lord. And it, it made me feel very sad when it came right close to, well, it was within a couple months, I think, a very few months of when he had passed away that, you know, during his lifetime, his right side was paralyzed. And he wasn't able to use his right side. And so he used his left side, his left arm, actually, was his, what he relied upon. But you know, in the last, in just those last few months, he did something, I forget now just what he had done. But he had strained that arm. He had, that arm became almost useless to him as well, his left arm. And I remember when he, I was chatting with him on the phone and he was telling me about that. And I just felt so sad in my heart to think that he had, that um, about the only resource that he had other than the Lord was his strong left arm. And then it seemed like that was almost like taken away from him. But, you know, when it came his time and he, he passed away, I thought, you know, God was merciful to him and, and blessed him. But he left a great example of courage and determination. And I think if any of us that knew him would have to admit that he was an example of courage and determination, not giving up not giving in to the circumstances that he was faced with that were beyond his control. They were beyond his control. But he faced those circumstances with courage and determination and was an example. It's, uh, he has, has been like an example to me and many others that remember his life. 
And so uh, when I think of this, this challenge that, going back to Joshua again, this challenge, you know, Moses is dead all these many years. Joshua has depended on Moses, I'm sure. You know, he depended on the Lord as well, but that was like his, his resource. I mean, Moses was, was uh, mighty in the Lord. There never was a man like Moses. Even the Bible says, you know, he was uh, a man of humility. He was a great resource for Joshua. But now, if you notice, right, in the first part of Joshua, it says, Moses is dead. That's pretty final. Moses is dead. And now, Joshua, you are the point man for these Israelites. But God is, has seen the heart of Joshua and Caleb. And we see as we look in the, you know, further on in the scriptures that Caleb was all ready to go to war. He said, this is the mountain that I want. And uh, it was promised to me by Moses, and I am well able to take it. They had not lost anything in their determination and their courage in, in facing the, the circumstances or the challenges that were before them. And so Joshua, now he no longer has Moses at his right hand. <clears throat> but God is saying, be strong and of a good courage. Every opportunity has difficulties. And every difficulty has an opportunity. Life can be likened to a grindstone, whether it grinds you down or it polishes you. Depends on what you are made of. In a conference that was designed for young leaders, it was said, no society has ever developed tough, here's where I got this word, tough men during times of ease. The idea is to be willing to be courageous even in times that are difficult, times that are tough. And here's a thought. If you're going to fly a kite, how do you fly the kite? It rises against and not with the wind. So a kite rises against and not with the wind. There were a few people that we have as examples, and yes, I used Ralph Lund as an example, but there's a few people in, in history. There's probably many, many people in history. Few people knew that Abraham Lincoln, until the great, the great weight of the Civil War, showed his character. Martin Luther translated the Bible while he was confined in the castle of Wartburg. Beethoven was almost totally deaf and burdened with sorrow when he produced his greatest works. Great leaders emerge 
when crisis occurs. So here we have Caleb and Joshua able to maintain their positive attitude for 40 years while the rest of their generations passed away. And when they finally marched into the land, Joshua was the leader. God was pleased with Caleb and Joshua. He had kept them through those 40 years. And I would just like to I would just like to share with you this morning the wind that blew in Joshua's face would lift his life as long as his thrust came from God's instructions. We read there, he said, be careful to follow the commandments of the Lord. And he said, then you will walk in success and will prosper. So if we're resolved to follow God's ways, look for challenges. Look for challenges. Fly boldly into the wind and we will soar. So I think that as a church family, I was thinking of this as well. You know, this last year there were many challenges that this church family faced. Many challenges. And you know, we can decide to get our, have a, keep our focus on the Lord and have those challenges make us a better Christian, a better person, to move forward. And this coming year, there will be challenges. There will be good times, great times, worship times, but there's also going to be problems. There will be difficulties. They happen. They happen. But, you know, remember that they're the, that's what gives us lift as God lifts us, as we face the challenges, just like that, that aircraft carrier has to face into the wind so that the planes, the jets, can take off. I think it was at 56, they need the wind at 56 kilometers per hour for lift. And you know, as, as we face whatever comes our way, challenges, difficulties, great times, you know, this is, this is not a, a message of, you know, doom and gloom. This is a message of hope. This is a message of encouragement, and that is the desire of my heart, to see you as God's people lifted and realizing that although there are challenges, that they are there to give us lift, to give us purpose, and to continue to move forward. Can we say amen? Oh, bless the Lord. Yes. So look for challenges. Let them give you the lift that God has intended. And I thought this, I kind of like this last line. I said, fly boldly into the wind 
and you will soar. So bless the Lord. That is my word for today. And I hope that it's an encouragement to you.